Welcome, everyone, to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Carrie Jack here, and I hope you are having an amazing day. Truly just enjoying this very moment right here and right now, baby. And in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, boy, do we have a doozy because Mr. Dan Martell is rocking the mic with us. He is an award-winning Canadian entrepreneur, investor, best-selling author, and coach to over a thousand software-as-a-service founders, including clients like ClickFunnels, Digital Marketer, Proposify, and Carrot. He is dropping so much hot fire on the mic, all about how you can buy back your time. This is his new book, which has already become a bestseller, all about how you can leverage your time more efficiently and effectively with the buyback principle. But I got to say, Dan's life now looks vastly different than what it was when he was younger. He was actually a troubled youth. He had hopelessness due to shoplifting, drugs, guns, money, stealing of a car. He got caught up in a high-speed chase where he almost pulled a gun on the police officers, but it got stuck. And then he ended up going to jail for over six months. Then he had to go to group homes. He was really up to no good, but then he found coding. And he read this book on JavaScript, and then started to actually build code and, and software. And fast forward, he launched multiple software as a service companies. He sold three for big money. We're talking multiple millions and millions of dollars. He then became an investor into some amazing companies that you now know of. And he's coached so many other founders on how to buy back your time and really create something at scale that you don't grow to hate. This is a very powerful episode, one of the most powerful episodes that I think we've ever done on the Happy Hustle podcast. And if you just implement this buyback principle where you start to reclaim your freedom, you will transform your life. And I mean that all seriously. So buckle up. It's going to be a doozy. And go to buybackyourtime.com and pick up a copy of this book. I'm telling you, this is huge and it will make a impactful, you know, a positive impact on your life, no question, but really impact your business um, at its core. Because this is something for me, I know being intentional with my calendar and how I do the things that I do and what I'm doing during my day is imperative. And same goes for you. So take action on this, listen to this to the end, and, and just share this with one person, one person who can buy back their time from listening to this. This is how we continue to spread this message and serve more and more people. 
So that's my ask. If you get some value, share this with someone who could also benefit from Dan's inspiring story, really inspiring story. And, and you're going to hear where he's at now. It's pretty impressive. I mean, he's going on a super yacht with Croatia, to Croatia. He goes snowboarding and skiing and playing hockey with his family. And, you know, his wife's an entrepreneur. And he, we talk about relationships. We talk about spirituality. We talk about, you know, your business and scaling. So many powerful takeaways in this episode. You guys are going to love it. And after a quick episode sponsor break, we're going to be diving in to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. Hey, y'all. I got to say, it's hard to overstate how important magnesium is for all aspects of our health while we're happy hustling a life that we love. I mean, Right now, a lot of industry experts and authorities and doctors from Dr. Mark Hyman to Mr. Andrew Huberman and all these other really leading experts are talking about the importance of magnesium. But the truth is, studies show three out of every four individuals are actually deficient in magnesium. And I'll tell you, this is part of my staple routine to take magnesium every single day because it helps optimize my well-being. It helps reduce the stress levels, improves, improves sleep and my energy levels. Not to mention, it is really good for just overall health. But I'll tell you, normally I'm a big advocate for getting as many of our nutrients as I can through a well-balanced diet. It's just unfortunate that our food can't provide these nutrients alone because our soil is so overworked and mineral depleted. It's actually lacking organic matter, which helps plants get the minerals from the soil. And I actually read somewhere that if 10 years ago we needed to eat one orange, now we would need to eat 10 oranges to get that same amount of nutrients. So it's just not possible to get the amount of nutrients and vitamins and minerals from our food as it once was so that's why I take Magnesium Breakthrough. And you guys, being happy hustlers, get the hookup. You can go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash hustle right now to save 10% off. And I'll tell you, the best part is it comes with a money back guarantee. So you have 365 days to get your money back if you don't like it for whatever reason. So go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash hustle now and get the hookup. Now let's get back to this episode. All right, Mr. Dan Martell, welcome to the Happy Us Podcast, my brother. I am super stoked to rock the mic with you. Carrie, it is an honor, and I, uh, I'm setting an intention. I know you've had some incredible guests, but my intention is this is the best podcast that you've ever had. I know it's setting a bar high, but I'd rather start <laughs> with that, call the shot, and see what comes from it. But uh, it's an I, honor I like and it. super appreciate it. Thank you, bro, man. I appreciate that. And I love to, you know, Babe Ruth call our shot and just add as much value as possible. Now, Dan, you are a serial entrepreneur. You're a speaker. You're an author. You're a podcaster. You're just so many different things, a SaaS founder. But you're a happy hustler. That's for damn sure, through and through. And I'm excited to just talk about your new book, Buy Back Your Time, as well as just, you know, the man behind the book. But before we get into all that good stuff, Dan, what's something interesting about yourself that not too many people know? Uh, I mean, people following me on the internet would probably assume that I'm always going. Honestly, anybody that reads the book, you know, they're gonna they're gonna read my frameworks around kind of allocation of focus. I think they would be surprised to learn that I actually 
like do weird, dumb things too. Like my guilty pleasure, if I'm just trying to turn my brain off, is watching Real Housewives. Oh, nobody okay. knows that. Oh, like and like <laughs> like legit season binging. Like I I can argue <laughs> with you all the different ones, which one's better, what seasons. Of, I mean, again, I've never shared that publicly, but um, yeah, when I uh, when I do watch TV, which is not that often, um, I'm a I'm a fan of reality TV. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I feel like you would like the show alone, right? That's good reality TV. Have you seen that? Dude, I haven't even watched it because I'm still Real Housewives. And I'm not like, a, that's uh, how big of a fan I am. I don't even venture into other genres because I just find it so ridiculous. And I think it's because it allows me just to turn my brain off. And like, mm-hmm. just sometimes it does feel like it's going. Um, so that's why. Yeah. Well, hey. We each have our guilty pleasures. I know mine is pastries. So, uh, you know, to each their own. Anyway, man, I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm excited to talk about your book. First and foremost, let's hit, you know, hit it off with a bang. Tell us why you wrote this book. Yeah, I wrote it specifically to help uh, friends of mine, business owners that are in every industry from agency owners to plumbing companies to sign. My best friend owns a sign company. My brother's a home builder. Like, my creative friends that have podcasts that, you know, that put out a ton of content. I wanted to show them how to build a company. They don't grow to hate Mm. because the biggest risk to any business, it's not the economy. It's not your bank, your, your, your investors, your partners. It's literally the CEO deciding I don't want to do this anymore. That's why I wrote it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, they, they build themselves a job and they're like shackled to their companies. And this is like an ever growing issue. I, I talk a lot about entrepreneurial burnout and, and this is a part of the conversation. 100% when you, you build something that you grow to hate, is this, you know, is this something in, in your opinion that it, it kind of manifests over time or is it like it starts early on where you're, you're building yourself a company that's maybe not, aligned properly it's the decision that people make around allocation of reason i'm a software guy so i i'm going to try to not use like technical terms but that's just my world here's the philosophy the buyback principle states you don't hire people to grow your business you hire people to buy back your time because mm. if you don't you can get the first but you don't get the second right so it's a calendar over capacity problem and you know, the, the methodology that I, that I share is this framework called the buyback loop, right? Anytime you start to feel pain in your calendar, okay. What I call the pain line, then you should immediately go to the, the, the methodology, which is audit transfer fill, right? Audit your time, your calendar for time and energy, things you're doing that are very low cost to have other people do for you and anything that takes your energy. And once you understand what those are, and I, again, I teach people this in the book, then you put that into a bucket and that is the only person you're allowed to hire. Mm. Okay. You're not allowed to hire somebody to, you know, do your social media, whatever. You're not allowed to hire people to write more code or design more logos or all this until you actually understand, because, you know, that's where people make the mistakes. Like I literally had a friend yesterday. He's like, I read your book and I'm hiring um, a social media manager. And I go, you don't have an executive assistant. Why are you hiring a social media manager? <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, I go, you, di- you didn't think you didn't because there's, there's a cost to it, right? So, so I talk about the buyback rate, you know, trying to understand what the value is of your time. And then 
using the buyback rate to get rid of anything in your, and, and literally it's a mathematical equation. I share this all the time at, you know, a million dollar company is not built off $10 task, right? Mm. And I want you to have the space as you can appreciate the happy hustlers listening that we need to be able to recover and recharge and create space to be present and yep. disconnect and, and, you know, live the life. I mean, most people start businesses to have freedom and then they wake up one day and they, they're, they're literally successful. They climb the ladder and they, they get to the top and they go look around and they go, Oh darn it. I meant to lean it against that wall. Well, that's a big departure to come down and rebuild that thing. So yeah, that's yeah. what happens. People just don't have the right sequencing of hiring and it creates this, this pain line. Yeah, that I mean, you mentioned something. I just want to echo the point. Like your first hire, you you talk about it, executive assistant. Like that was one of the most pivotal hires of my entire, you know, life. I will I'll go to say, like, shout out to Connie, who's listed probably. She's a absolute rock star and a lifesaver. And I think you have to understand first and foremost what's your time worth right? As you talked about that rate, that buyback rate. And and I know you have an equation to actually calculate it. Can you just run through it briefly for the happy hustlers? It, I'm, I, I will. Carrie, I also understand I'm asking people to do math and I lose half the crowd. So, so follow <laughs> yeah, along yeah. people. We're going to we're gonna get through it quick. Here we go. <laughs> it won't hurt too much. But um, essentially you take your income, okay? And the income in, in the book is your salary, your profit, and discretionary expenses. Cause let's be honest, right? There's stuff we don't want to pay the tax man. So we put it through a business, but it's still uh, not needed to run the business, but it, it's, it, it's an income, right? And you take that number yeah. and there's two divisions. The first one is 2000 because that's the average amount of hours a normal person works per year. Okay. When you take uh, weekends and holidays. So that's just a simple uh, number. Now that tells you how much you produce every hour of value, Right. Now divided by four, because I want everybody to get a four times ROI on their buyback, meaning that mm. you don't pay somebody $50 an hour because you're $50 an hour. Your buyback rate's $12.50, meaning that anything you're doing in your life, you could pay somebody $12.50 or less. You're, you're, like, there's a mathematical proof that you're not building the right way. Mm. Right. Because, because you start there, get rid of that stuff out of your calendar and then reinvest, which is the fill. So audit transfer fill is the buyback loop. And you fill up your calendar now with things that will make you more money. And it, it literally, when you say, when I'm Carrie, did you, does that make sense? Cause some people it's like, Oh, now I get it because I want you to maximize the amount. If you're only going to work 30 hours a week, great. Just work on 30 hours a week of things that make you the most money possible. Yeah. Until you max that out, then and I have a whole framework called the replacement ladder. Yeah. Then you have to replace yourself, um, and to create the space to then go up the value chain, right? Go, become more valuable to the market, and mm. that's where we can talk about like you know the executive assistant, then customer success or delivery fulfillment. Then we talk about marketing and sales, and 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 then leadership, and that's that's the way I think about it. Yeah. I mean, for me. I, I even look at this before I read your book. This is something that I think about. Okay, what is the highest value use of my time right now? And oftentimes, I'm not doing it, you know? So I have to like reassess and like pivot on the fly because we all have those, you know, 
$100,000 an hour test, the $10,000 an hour test, $1,000, the $100,000, the, the $10 an hour test that we get caught up doing in the minutia. And that's what's just holding you back from living your dream reality oftentimes is, is because you're getting caught up doing the things that you shouldn't be doing. This, this, um, this rate that you just calculated, walk us the through buyback rate, yeah. the buyback rate. So you take your salary, how much you make divided by 2000 income, 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 it's, it's salary. It's and profit. Yeah. Yep. It's what you pay yourself, which is, you know, whatever in Canada, it's called a T4. I think it's, what is it? Uh, W2. K1. Right. Oh, W2. Yep. K1. Yeah. W2, K1. Distribu- distributions would be um, profit, right? So like, uh-huh. if you want to take at the end of the year and then discretionary expenses, the, the extra stuff, the car payment, the, the yep. whatever, like you don't really need it to run the company, but you put it in because you don't want to pay taxes. Yeah. Um, and then once you know that number, so like if you, if that number is a hundred thousand a year and you do the math, it works out to $12 and 50 cents. Got it. Then the key is, and it's funny because you brought this up and I want to, again, this is where I think the distinction is lost sometimes. People go the opposite sometimes where there's something they don't want to do. So they pay somebody $100 an hour to do it, but mm. they're only at $50 an hour of like value per hour and their buyback rates is $12.50. Mm. So they're not even aware that they're making a very bad time trade. In entrepreneurship, and, and it took me a long time to learn this. I've been, I've been building companies for 25 years. I run two eight-figure companies as CEO. I've built and exited companies. I've, you know, I coach literally 3,000 software CEOs. You know, anybody in internet marketing that has a software product, I've coached them from Russell to Alex uh, Hermosi with Alan and the other Alex that just sold uh, Hyros for 110 million. Like those are my clients, right? Yeah. And this is what I teach them. It's in a very, ba- for me, a baseline kind of approach because I want to, I want to show people how do you scale and actually have more free time. Yeah. So if you don't break these rules, it's impossible for you to grow your business and not have more time because it requires you to buy back your time at each stage and then reinvest it in things that will create more value. And now a lot of those things are typically skill sets, beliefs, or character traits. Mm. Okay. Skill sets is in strategy. It's like, but I don't know how to do marketing that generates leads per week, per month that to meet my needs as a business, right? Great. Go invest in that. So Mm. when you buy back your time, you know, once you get to the point where the doing of the thing that people pay you for is like 30 hours a week in your calendar, then you're buying back when you hire somebody to do that work. Now you've got to go figure out, okay, I'm going to buy back 10 hours of that. And I'm going to go work on learning how to be the person who can solve that problem. Unless you get to a place where you can just hire a CEO. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at now. But I've been, again, mm-hmm. 25 years of like doing this. So I get people are like, yeah, but that's not me. Yeah. Now I buy a company, I hire a CEO. Why? That's the ultimate buyback, right? But my yeah. rate is, and it becomes a game, right? You start yeah. at $12.50 and it's like, hey, in the next 12 months, can you get it to 25? Can you get it to 50? Can you get it? But on, the truth is, and you know them because you said that to me once. You said, you know, I know a lot of rich people that are not happy. I know a lot of yeah. people, their buyback rate's $6,000 and they still do things that are literally $10 task and then complain that they don't have time to go watch their kids this or go to the gym or date night or whatever. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, this is like a light bulb moment. I hope for everyone out there listening, you know, cause this is some gold right here, Dan. And I mean, you have 
been in the game 25 plus years. You know what the heck you're talking about. And I hope all the happy hustlers take this and actually do the equation and figure out their buyback rate. And if you want to take it a step further, just get the damn book and and just really dive deep into the principles because that will actually help you get unstuck and reclaim your freedom. You know, when I look at freedom, I talk about creative freedom, financial freedom, and time freedom. Like there's three freedoms that I focus on. For you, I'm just thinking, you know, you have financial freedom, you have time freedom. When, we, when we're looking at creative freedom, what, what do you love to do with your time the most now where you're at given this state? Yeah, it's, it's fascinating because the subtitle of my book is uh, And Build Your Empire. It's the third bullet, right? Get Unstuck, Reclaim Your Freedom, Build Your Empire. And, and that word freaks people out because some, some people are just like, I like being a solopreneur, a freelancer, a creator, yeah. et cetera. And, and I get it. I actually yeah. wrote the book. It was a very tough challenge to write a book that would absolutely serve the creative individual. Like a lot mm-hmm. of my friends are content creators. A lot of my friends are um, you know, boutique entrepreneurs and I love them for it. And they're artists and they're craftsmen. I wanted to show them that they could do more of that. To, mm. and and create something potentially in the future that would be valuable to somebody else. Because I think that if we don't build a business that you could sell, then essentially like the a business that you could sell is a great business to own and run. That's my philosophy, yeah. right? And these are just decisions once you understand how to do it. Um, what I do with the, my time, because, you know, and I, I share that because my wife asked me once, she said, uh, like probably a decade ago, she goes, what do you think retirement looks like? And I, we were on the beach somewhere in the world, in the BVIs, I think. And I looked around and I said, you're looking at it? Like, like <laughs> no, but like when we're retired. And I'm like, yeah. I want to do what I do. I love collaborating and creating with people that are intelligent. Literally this morning at 6 a.m., I'm on a call. Now, normally, I don't do anything until like 11. Like I don't do any meetings in the mornings. I just create. But the reason why I was on a call at 6am, I was creating with one of my lead coaches on a new framework that mm. I'm pumped to release. So, cause he even said, he goes like, you know, I read your book. Don't you think you should be buying back your time from doing this meeting? I go, yeah, but that's, I get why you would say that, but you're, you don't realize that I love to do this more than honestly anything else. Like mm. I love co. So, so a few things that are true with my time. Uh, I like to co-create with other people than myself. Yep. So that so that was there. And two, I like creating frameworks that I know will live on and serve thousands of people, which is exactly what we were doing, right? We were building this growth framework and just like really refining it and talking about the different options and you know, it's product design, man. I'm like, so yeah. I think what people need to understand, but the truth is I'm not going to want to do that for 14 hours a day either. Yep. Right? My 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 like net new creative collaborative type of personally today is probably about four hours, three to four per day where I'm like, Mm -hmm. feels good. I felt useful. I think as a human, we want to feel useful. So I felt creative, useful. And then I get to then shift and give to other people. And then I can feel fulfilled and, you know, connected. And then I literally play hockey with my kids or we go snowboarding. Like, but again, my output is so much higher because at a very young age, I made the decision instead of buying the new BMW, I hired somebody to buy back my time. Like this, I live mm. in a very affluent neighborhood, okay? And 
my neighbors come over to our house and they see how my wife and I live, right? Like we have, we have a house manager that, that takes care of everything. Okay. When I say everything, I haven't put gas in my car, got gone to a grocery store, been to cost, like anything that would require me to walk into a retail store. I've not done, Hmm. um, you know, and I don't say this to brag. I want people to understand, like, it's just for me, I don't want to do that. Cause I know that if I do that, then I'm saying no. See in the book, I talk about this. When you say yes to something, you're inadvertently saying no to something else. When I say yes to going to Costco for an hour and a half, I just said no to playing hockey with my two boys. Mm. So if I know my priorities, which I do, then I can reassess and I will make those time trades. There's three levels of trades. I forgot to mention that earlier. When you start off, it's employee level one, where you trade Mm -hmm. time for money, right? And you can be there and you can make the most highest paid employee in the world makes 122 million a year. And that's Tim Cook at Apple. So you can stay there. That's totally cool. Problem is that, you know, now Tim has enough capital to get to level three, but you know, you can make 300 grand for, you can like, you can make a lot of money in in the level one. Most of us, a lot of the happy, the happy hustlers out there, they're now in the um, trade uh, money for time category, right? That's entrepreneur, right? So first level is employee, second level is entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And then if you get really good at that, become a really good trader, okay? World-class, then you get to go to money for money, which is level three, which is empire. So 17 years ago, when I started producing, you know, extra capital from my business, I started investing in other software companies. And that's why today I've invested in 50 plus for them are multi-billion dollar companies, um, public, you know, Udemy, Hootsuite, uh, Intercom, like literally products that people use. I just started a long time ago following this methodology. And that's that's why I'm so passionate about sharing it because I really want people to understand that you can you can have both you can have a an incredible creative because Empire for me is a life of unlimited create creation you never have to retire from mm, that's yep. my definition of Empire. Amen to that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Apologies for interrupting your programming, but I got to tell you about something I'm super excited about. This is something very unique that we do at The Happy Hustle, and that is the Montana Mastermind Epic Adventures. See, you can listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, read books, acquire all this knowledge, but I believe the best way to achieve ultimate success and fulfillment is to actually align yourself and connect with like-minded, badass, high-performing, heart-centered humans. And that's why it's important to go to masterminds. Now, whether you go to the Happy Hustle Masterminds or you go to other ones, that's on you. But I got to tell you about the one that we're doing upcoming in March, the 22nd through the 26th, which is going to be sweet, especially if you love snowboarding and skiing, if you're a high-performing male entrepreneur who's making over six figures, who wants to network with a rock star group of just badass world-class happy hustlers while shredding some pow-pow, this may be for you. We have an amazing mountain mansion, which you could ski right into. We got a professional chef cooking up some delicious, healthy meals. We're going to be doing masterminds where we share wins and you know challenges and adversities and just how to overcome them. We're going to be soaking our bodies at natural thermal hot springs. We're going to be enjoying some super cool activities like ice fishing and hiking and campfires and other awesome stuff. And we're going to be digitally detoxing from our devices. 
that's most important. So if you're interested, hurry up and apply because there's truly only a couple spots. This isn't like a tactic. We only have a couple spots left based on the number of beds in the mansion. So if you want in, you can go to thehappyhustle.com forward slash mastermind. Okay. Now, and if you don't like skiing and snowboarding, no worries. We do have some amazing epic camping adventures coming up this summer. So check them out. If you like camping in the backcountry wilderness, if you want to learn primitive survival skills and fly fish and, you know, dip in cold plunge, uh, amazing alpine lakes and just hike up these remote mountain trails and, and, and really just connect with Pachamama, our beautiful planet. We do have these summer trips coming up too, which are filling up fast. So that's it. Let's get back to this episode, but I just wanted to let you know, you can go to thehappyhustle.com forward slash mastermind to apply today. All right, let's get back into it. I mean, employee, entrepreneur, empire, just take stock right right now, listening, wherever you're at, you know, in this this journey, you know, most of you probably are somewhere between the first and the second, right? And in order to get to that empire where you're trading money for money, you got to buy back your time. This has to be a part of the equation. And I think, you know, you've put it in such a simplistic format. It's it's not easy, right? But how you broke it down, it, it's simple to execute, right? And I think that's what's really like, why this book has been taken off like a wildfire. I mean, you're already bestseller on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, you said it also, it hasn't even launched yet, which is, I'm super, I mean, I'm proud of you, man. That's amazing. Like for whatever my, you you know, prowess is worth, it's just, that's impressive. And I think when you strike a chord with people, we're so inundated now with our devices and our schedules and our meetings that are really just pointless oftentimes, like meetings just for the meeting's sake. I, I find a lot of my entrepreneur, you know, CEO friends, they just meet just for the hell of it. And it's not really productive. You know, we get so inundated with our schedules. And then oftentimes what what gets set aside is the things that we care the most about, our family, our friends, our passion to hobbies, you know, doing the things that that fill our cup. I'm curious for you, how do you create that blissful balance, both personally and professionally? Do you do you have a system that you could share that potentially the happy hustlers could follow? Yeah, it's it's later in the book I talk about um, the idea of the perfect week, and so there's two. I would say there's three tools that I use that I talk about, and I and I promise the book does not read like a university textbook. Okay, I'm just I'm a systems thinker, and I design models and frameworks, but I'm also, um, in the book, I did a lot of research, uh, storytelling, belief, uh, busting. Um, and so like the way I ensure that I'm living the highest quality of life is one, I, I designed my perfect week a long time ago. And I reiterate all the time, probably once every yeah. four months, I'm like, sitting down with my executive assistant and we're like going through, cause there's just seasons, right? Like last year I did three Ironman, which required 20, sometimes 20 plus hours of training a week. So, so wow. there's seasons in your life that you have to just reassess. Um, this year I'm doing uh beast Spartan and a 50 K ultra. So like, you know, I, Jeez. I, again, I'm, I'm an active CEO. Like this is what people, I don't want people to think that I'm, um, I'm not in it. Like I'm an operator first and foremost, like I build companies, uh, yeah. So active CEO of two companies and, uh, you know, combined employees, about 150 across the two companies. And 
I'm, you know, a pretty high level athlete. Now, I didn't grow up that way at all. As, as you know, in my backstory, which I start at the beginning of the book, it's kind of crazy. And we share, I think some of that yeah. colorful childhood. Yes. And, um, and I also, um, uh, am incredibly intentional about the relationship I have with my wife and my kids. Um, you know, but the way I do that is I, I take the ingredients that I need in my life and I put them into the perfect week that creates the scaffolding. Um, mm. because I, you know, the vision that I want to create, like I'm very clear of where I want to be in 25 years and 10 years using the 10 X vision map, again, a framework I teach in the book. Um, I know what I'm aiming at. Mm. And then, uh, I use this thing called the preloaded year. And I feel like it's just a big commercial for my book, but I mean, Carrie, I hope you can appreciate like when I, when I sat down to write this, I literally wrote down the 25 people in my life that I cared about the most that were business owners that I saw struggling at different stages of their journey mm -hmm. and use them to guide the book. So I, I know, I know that these are the areas that people struggle with. That's why I put it in there, right? Like if yeah. you don't have a vision, if you don't have uh, a template for your executive assistant to to leverage to use to understand or even your team for the perfect week and if you don't put the big rocks into your year then a lot of this stuff will will not work right so like the preloaded year for example um my wife and i sit down at the beginning of the year she pulls she's an entrepreneur as well she has an incredible company that um helps entrepreneurs get on podcasts and outbound press and stuff and so we sit down and we go over her um her desires for like uh events she wants to go to uh personal company stuff um any vacation like other families she wants to spend time with and she's talked to like other people about and i bring my list you know i do three major events a year for my clients i do <laughs> a lot of boys like literally i do an annual mountain bike trip an annual snow biking trip an annual uh cat skiing trip um uh, we do the, like literally we did about two and a half months of travel last year. So like we take all of that and we put it into the preloaded year. It's a one page document and we do that so we can look at it and stress test it. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause here, here's what I learned. Carrie is a lot of people create emotional shrapnel that they got to deal with because they're not that intentional about their life. Mm -hmm. And then yep. they make commitments to other people that they then have to backtrack on sometimes wor the worst time it's to their family members and it just it's it can be avoided you know like i you you literally we just talked about something you're working on that yeah. you're like hey can you do this and i just opened up my preloaded year and i'm like sorry i can't i'm already committed right yeah for this year like i'm literally booking into probably for not 24 months into the future ish mm -hmm. right there's let there's like this year's pretty like settled and then next year's kind of fluid and that's the way we do it we just like all my friends are like hey we want to do this we want to do this or i want to do or i have ideas i want to do this i want to do this and i just put it in a list and when we plan our year we look at the list and we just like start plopping it in and seeing how does it feel we like step back and actually use like an energetic filter of stress testing it like okay we're coming back for two weeks being on vacation here and then you want to go do this with one of our kids like is that think about the headspace you're going to be in. Is that feel good? Right? Like example, yeah. I used to do a vacation before my events. Well, as you know, anybody that like 
creates experiences for people. Yeah. The week before, like <laughs> you're not in a check out vacation mode. You're like no. worried that, oh, did we get the signs printed? Did we get the the did did the person get the calendar invite? Did did the hotels get confirmed to the speed or whatever, right? So now what I do is literally, because I understand this pattern, having looked at the our preloaded year for a long time now, um, all of our family vacations are immediate like when I say right after, I'm off stage on Friday after our dinner for one of my groups, and I'm on the red eye heading to Croatia <laughs> to jump on a super yacht that I've chartered with 14 of my friends. Talk about quality of life. Yeah. I integrate life. Like I'm going on a yacht with 14 other families that I love that are that live all over the world that we've de- intentionally decided we want to live life as a, our family units and share that. So we're doing Mm. this. My wife and my kids are flying there the day before, and then I'm going to meet them. So like, that's how, when people look, you know, and they go, how does he get so much done? I just don't have, um, dead space. Right. And I talk about, uh, bleed time in the, in the book. And that's just, those are some of the, the things that I think are very unique and different perspectives that I think people might consider, just double clicking on and seeing if, yeah. it, if it's something you want to consider. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned intentionality and that that is such a catalyst. When you are very intentional with your day, your, you know, your week, your month, your year, you really start to increase the quality of your life and ultimately your happiness and fulfillment in the process. But Dan, I do know there was a time where you prioritized solely work and your relationship with your fiance actually suffered and you ended up not getting married and having to really reassess. And now I know you're very intentional with your wife and and your kids. And for a lot of happy hustlers out there, I think this is an important topic to just, you know, dive into. For me, I'll just tell you, you know, I recently got married last year and thanks, man. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's something I I don't want to I don't want to have all the success and the the money and the status and all those things like, but then lose my family and my friends and, and especially my marriage in the process or my my relationship with my kids and I think that's oftentimes the trade off that people think you got to grind you got to hustle you got to do all you know work late and get up early like I just am so anti that culture. Cause I once was there, I was a tech entrepreneur. Just, I don't know if you know much about my backstory, but I was in New York city grinding my face off, working like a dog, super unfulfilled, ended up folding that company and moved to Bangkok, Thailand for about a year and figured out a better way to put the happy in my everyday hustle. And I want to just hear, like when you mentioned being intentional with your wife, what does that look like? And maybe if you could give us like a tactical tip or tool when it comes to something that you recommend that you've gotten value from when it comes to being intentional with your wife or your spouse or your so, family. So many things. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> one, we have an annual commitment to do some kind of seminar for our marriage. Awesome. So last year was Date with Destiny. Um, we, we've done so many different things. Um, I mean, even last year, uh, one of the areas we wanted, we, we brought in our coach. We have a family coach that we work with Brooke and we flew her up. She's from California. We flew her up to Canada to live in our home for three days to literally wake up and audit my wife and I's interaction with our kids Wow! to meet our kids, 
I mean, it's again, yeah. like yeah. Th- there's levels to this and yeah, exactly. That's I next level. <laughs> share this because I know it's, it's unique, but I want to hopefully inspire people. Like it doesn't start yeah. with that, right? You can just do something simple like a, a weekend getaway or night, night event, you know, that's just about building a deeper relationship. Um, so that's annual. We do a weekly family meeting that I think people uh, should consider. I would invite people to consider where we we have a structure that we do it. And um, we ask ourselves questions like, you know, rosebud thorn kind of level for, you know, what what am I doing good? What is, you know, what is something I, I could improve upon? And, and what's something that you saw me start doing that you want to recognize, right? Like mm. for each other uh, weekly. So um, that's cool. Cause I just saw a lot of my friends that got divorced. It's cause they, they had a fracture in their relationship and then it grew too big to reconcile, right? Like a lot of my friends that got divorced, it's not, it was a solvable problem when it was small, right? You want to, you want to, you want to eat the monster when it's little, not when it becomes a freaking giant. Um, yeah. and then, I mean, the, the amount of stuff is pretty, we do a lot of stuff. We have family, family values, you know, so we worked with, um, we've had them for a long time, but we refined them last year with Chris Smith from the family brand. Um, and they're, yeah. So we, what's unique about that process this time versus when we had them seven years ago, we started is we involved our children. So the, the family values this round are co-created with our two boys. Um, what other stuff do we do for marriage? Oh, our, our quarterly retreats. So every quarter, no different than the rhythm you would do, hopefully in your business. We, we, we go away for two nights. So usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we, um, look at our lives through the same lens, honestly, that, um, we look through our business because it's a pattern that works, right? Yeah. And we look at our goals, our individual goals, our business goals. We look at our, you know, our year and just make sure that we're still aligned with some of the decisions we made around travel and commitments. We talk about some of the bigger challenges that might've come up. We, we do nothing. Like we literally hang out (laughs) and read and just be with each other. Um, yeah, it's like disconnected adventure. We always try to pick cool places. Again, I know people starting off are saying must be nice. I get it. Uh, I can either inspire people right now or I can irritate people. Like I get that. I hope I'm inspiring people because I'm not saying you have to like go away for three days. I'm just saying you can literally do a date night once a quarter with some intentionality. And it's probably better than what people are doing today. Um, Mm -hmm. But like one, you know, asking your parents or your friends to take your kids for the night and just give yourself your home for a couple days for you guys to do this again, is a free option that anybody can do. Yeah. But again, it's the intentionality. So I, I could probably write a whole nother book on because I've just, I've been willing to invest. See, that's the thing yeah. is because I, I buy back my time to invest in, in the things that are important to me, right? Um, I've, I've experienced a lot of different teachings and, ex- and seminars best practices. I've had the privilege of, of working with some of the best coaches and therapists and like Esther Perel, like, and, and I almost feel like I have like a secret weapon in my marriage because I just, I can't see a scenario that we wouldn't be able to get through because of just the caliber of 
people in in the the you know quote unquote mastermind we've built just for our, our relationship, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I hope I hope that really inspires people because like it's a, I think that's why I was really excited to chat with you about this. Is it's it's not about the business, you know. Mm. Like I talk about yeah. it in the book. I just want to share this story. Last chapter is it's actually a, a bonus chapter. I took out my publisher asked me to put back seven pillars of life, and I open it telling a story about a friend that was absolutely crushed in their business, not going right. And they made a decision, a conscious decision to sit down with their wife and say, look, I, I know what I got to go do to fix this, but it's going to require me not being here in the morning. He had little kids. Um, and probably I won't be back until after they go to bed. And it's going to take me a couple of years to turn this thing around. Mm. And he gets super emotional about it. Um, tell me this because, you know, he he's like, I did it for them. And I actually paused him and I said, but they never asked you for that. Hmm. Like they never asked you to not be there. Right. Like, I don't know what you were doing that like, again, that's why this topic of trading time and valuing your time and investing. And I want people that want to create their own empires to create. I'm, I'm, that's me. Like, I don't, I don't want to stop that. I don't want the artists out there to not feel like they can't do their art anymore. Right. If anything, I want to show you how to express that to the fullest freaking level. And the only thing stopping you once you understand this is you becoming better. And, mm. and, and if, if, if you get that, then it's, it's not that you can't have both. It's you just got to be better. And, and that might mean you got to learn some new skills or you got to change your beliefs or you got to integrate some, some habits into your character. Right. Yeah. And, and so, so don't say it's for your family and then, and then blame your business. That's not what they want. And they never, my kids don't give a crap what I do in my office, like zero. (laughs) They care that when they're telling me about their day, I'm watching. Right. And I'm actually there. And I, and when they go, Hey, can you play hockey with us? I go, absolutely. And I'm going to crush them. Like I absolutely, like my kids have never, (laughs) they're actually getting pretty good, but, but you know, like, and, and this all comes from my own personal story of like pain and frustration and failure and like that's the thing. I hope nobody thinks I'm sitting up here on a, on a on a high chair or whatever, trying to preach down. Like I literally made every one of the mistakes that I help people in the book overcome personally, and I've had the privilege of helping thousands of software CEOs avoid making these mistakes. And I've never shared any of the stuff in the book because that's not my lane. I, I'm a I coach high performing CEOs of software companies. But it was just, it got to a place where I had to write this book. Yeah. Like it, 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 commercially, it's so funny because people are like, why didn't you write a software book? I'm like, that wasn't the one that I wanted. That wasn't what was on my heart. My heart was writing yeah. a book that I could I share with a friend. And if they felt compelled enough to want to open it up, that I would show them just a different belief system. Like it's a fundamentally yeah. different approach to building a life and a business. Yeah. That's that's why I'm preaching, brother. Woo! I love it, man. I mean, there was some absolute fuego in there. So I hope everyone pauses and just rewinds and goes back. I just want to echo a couple points. Family values, 
having, you know, your marriage commitment, just like reinstilled every single year, you guys go on a, a, a retreat together, a family coach, weekly family meetings. That's something I do every Sunday with my wife. I do uh, the three questions. What should I stop doing? What should I start doing? What should I keep doing? And we answer those for one another. And that's been huge. Um, we also have a love calendar where we track our days and our, in our love score, one to 10 in each of our, you know, and it, if, you know, there's plentiful pleasure and sex and, you know, we went to dinner and it was a great time. It was close to a 10. If we were just at each other's throats and didn't get along, it's a four. And then at the end of the month, we look at and we average our scores and we see really where we're at in the health of our marriage. So these are stuff that like, I think what you measure, you can manage and it really does make a, a big impact. Now you mentioned software as a service and, and that's like your bread and butter. I'm really interested in this space. I I want to just kind of pull back the curtain just for a second. I have the the happy hustle, 10 alignments of being a happy hustler. That's like my framework, chapters in the book, modules in the course, the whole shebang. I've been getting a lot of requests to take this framework that I teach entrepreneurs how to create blissful balance and instill it into the workplace, more B2B, where, you know, a lot of they say two out of three every two out of three employees are disengaged and unhappy, right? And I've been playing, do I want to go in this like B2B realm? And like, are they going to accept my handlebar mustache? I don't know. You know, it's like, it's just like a whole nother realm to play B2B, as you know. Um, What would you recommend to someone who is potentially going into the software as a service space? Is there any, you know, key mistakes that you would say, hey, 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 watch out for this or make sure you do that? A hundred percent. And just to give context, like the the top guys in the game, right? The, the big dudes with big smiles and big hands all the way to um, <laughs> the co- the course creators that uh, you guys buy their programs from. I get the call asking me that same question, Carrie. So mm. um, because they want to build an app for their community, they want to, you know, the B2B market where they're getting pulled in, you know, they have one or two clients that are like, I want to bring this to my my company. He, here's the, the challenges. Um, and I'm going to get business nerdy on people right now. So I apologize, but don't apologize. Like every, every, okay, well then we'll, we'll go there. Every segment (laughs) of a market that you want to, um, go after has a different, what's called a sales motion, right? So a sales motion for a, you know, individual CEO or entrepreneur looks completely different than a sales motion that sells to even a CEO at a bigger company right? Bigger company, meaning let's call it employee size. So like if you currently sell to people that predominantly have, you know, less than 50 employees, that process is different than selling to a company with 500 employees. Okay. Real simple Mm -hmm. example, 50 employees, you're going to probably talk to the CEO to make the final decision. 500, it's a person in a role at the company, 50 employees, the CEO can make the decision right away. 500 employees, they got to wait for quarterly planning, annual budgeting, um, and a whole lot of software and a whole lot of compliance stuff and a whole lot of security audits and a, like a cra- So it's like, can you do it? Probably. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Maybe not. Right. Like if, if the, what I would say is unless you're, unless you really feel out of all the other options to kind of get your message out there and to monetize your IP, um, this is the one that feels most aligned with your vision. Uh, the least amount of uh, effort to reward, 
in regards to the ability to monetize. And when you fast forward, and again, you're climbing that ladder of success and you're successful, like what does that kind of company look like, right? It has a sales team. It's got a big engineering team. Like it has requirements for things. Like, do I want to run that? Um, Those are the questions I usually ask my friends that give me the call that are in your scenario because um, it's easy to get um, intoxicated or um, in love with that idea because it's like, oh, now instead of selling one to one, I'm selling one to many. But again, the sales cycles are, you know, 12 to 16 months versus two to three weeks, right? So it's possible. But again, and then there's product market fit on just like, you're right. Does, does the C, if you, if you're selling to a 500 per, uh, person company, is there enough CEOs that care enough about authenticity and, and integrity to care less about your handlebar mustache versus the ones that are like, <laughs> well, no, if we're buying, cause dude, as, when they buy solutions, it's like they put you in a lineup of six other products and there's check boxes and they're yeah. going, okay. Um, we want a tool that increases employee engagement. So we've got seven different vendors. We've got Gartner. We've got Stephen Covey. We've got, you know, mm-hmm. Carrie. Jack, you know, like is and then what features do they have? Well, they have a module for this. And I'm all, dude, this is that's the world that that B two B sales process yep. lives in. Possible, totally. But you just gotta ask yourself what what kind of uh, you know what. Uh, what kind of empire do you want to build? Yeah, very great points. I love the the sales motion. That that's a, a very important concept. Just understanding the sales cycle and like really what it takes to acquire new customers. And you also mentioned the product market fit. This is for all the happy hustlers out there too. Just think about your current product or service and and where it fits. And and for me, it's also like what does success actually look like for you? You know, right now, man, I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur working typically 20 hours a week. And I feel very blessed, you know, now, could I have a bigger impact and, and really give to more people and, and could create if I worked harder? Yes, absolutely. I'll be the first one. But, you know, I do think it's really important to ask you yourself, like, what does success look like for you? And is this a part of the equation? So this is some gold, Dan. I love it, man. I, um, I want to urge everyone to get a copy of the book and then, you know, kind of run through the, the rapid fire round questions, if, if I may. But just remind everyone, where, where's yeah. the best place to go pick up a copy? So it's available at all retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, in stores, whatever's your your favorite. But I would recommend people go to buybackyourtime.com um, because there you'll be able to download the workbook. So the the book, again, is very story-based and research and, and belief, and it's a super fun read. But there's some exercises that I want to give you the answers to the test on, and those are on the download um, page at buybackyourtime.com. So be sure to go there as well, and it'll redirect you to the retailer. Cool. Buybackyourtime.com. We'll link it up in the show notes too. Now, Dan, I do like to ask all my guests just three questions when it comes to happy hustling. I like to call these happy hustle hacks, maybe a tip, a tool, a tactic in a couple different disciplines. First being health. I know health's a priority for you. Give us a, a quick happy hustle hack regarding health, something that you do that's unique. Um, what do I do that? Um, you're putting me on the spot, Carrie, cause I do a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think of the, the, the one I, I don't make, I don't make decisions about my food. So that's an easy one. So I, I have a okay. meal plan. My, my house manager executes it, but here's one that's unique is my executive assistant. If I'm eating out, 
she goes and looks at the menu and puts my meal in the description of the me- of the invite for that eating. So I don't have to. So I don't get a menu. When they're like, hey, what would you like? I don't open the menu. And then I just open up my calendar and the decision's already there because it's lean and mean greens, protein, dressing on the side 100% of the time. So that love it. That would probably help people. Yeah. Boom. That's fuego. Let's talk about money. You know, I know you've made a bunch. I know you've probably lost some. When it comes to money, and we're especially this unique time in history, you know, I think like there's a lot of opportunity right right now, especially. Uh, do you have a happy hustle hack when it comes to, you know, making or spending or saving more money or investing it wisely? Uh, how about the idea that it's easy to make it and it's hard to keep it? That mm. I think that's the most important one. So how do you keep it? One of my mentors a long time ago said to me is every time you make money, because like I build companies and sell them and invest in companies. So I get like windfalls of cash. Half of it goes into stupid, boring stuff. We're talking like index funds and real estate, like just this, like rock solid. And then the other half for me goes into more risky things, but still in my lane. I don't leave my lane. I know what I do well. It's software. I invest in software companies. I have an unfair advantage Mm. there. And um, I think that's probably going to serve people the most is I think they make money and then they immediately, I got to make it work for me. It's like, no, you should take half, lock it in, never look at it. And then the other half, you can be a little bit more risky with it. Mm. Sage advice, brother. Let's talk about spirituality. Something that you do to connect to a higher power. You know, I'm big into faith and, and prayer and the and, and God, you know, but for someone out there, I don't really care what religion you are or anything. I just, in my opinion, I think it's important to have faith a part of the, the you know, the everyday decision and, and just your routine. Do you have a way that you tap into a higher power, maybe a, a spiritual happy Again, hustle hack that you could I share? Could, I could write, I could write, I could write another book on that itself because I have maybe some you very should. unique things. I'll give the one, yeah, I'll give you the one that I think is the most, the again, minimum effective dose. Uh, several times throughout the day, whatever happens. Okay. And I'm talking like I'm out snow biking and my buddy gets his truck stuck. I immediately ask myself this question. How can I appreciate even more God's grace and guidance in this moment? Mm. How can I appreciate even more God's grace and guidance in this moment? Anytime I fear, I hear, I feel self-doubt come into my, my heart. How can I appreciate? And, and man, I probably say this to myself 20 plus times a day. And it just, every time I ask myself that question, I just look around and just like, how cool is this? Yeah. This is awesome. (laughs) And it just reframes my focus. It keeps me connected to my God. And um, I really hope that serves people. Oof, that's powerful, man. I love that. Now, Dan, I do want to put you through the rapid fire round and then we'll wrap this interview up. This is where I ask you random things and you just answer honestly, first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay. I'm favorite ready. food. <laughs> favorite food. Uh, sushi. Go. Favorite sushi. movie. Goodwill Hunting. Favorite book. Good to great. Favorite workout. Uh, burpees. Just do burpees. <laughs> What's your spirit animal? Oh, Tasmanian devil. Oh, I can see it. Best business advice. It's hard to do a good deal with bad people, and it's hard to do a bad deal with good people. Mm, Love that. Three things you're most grateful for. 
my wife, my kids, and my God. Oof. And if you had a billboard for the world to see with your last piece of content on it, what's that billboard read, Dan? The world rewards courageous decisions. <sighs> Love that. Damn. Crush that rapid fire round, man. And Dan, man, I got lucky. You, you made me nervous, <laughs> man. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, you crushed oh, it, man. I, I do want to take a moment to acknowledge you, man, and just for sharing your love, your light, your wisdom with myself and the happy hustlers. I mean, I just appreciate you showing up unapologetically yourself and 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 sharing the buyback principles with the world. And, and just I think, you know, we didn't get into it, but you have a very inspiring backstory. And I, I think, you know, coming from where you started to where you are now, it, it's it's just amazing, man. And, and you are an inspiration for me and for a lot of happy hustlers out there. So I just appreciate you, brother. And I'm looking forward to a lot of collaborations to come too. I would love that, Carrie. It's an honor, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. And thanks everybody for listening. And find me on Instagram. I um Instagram's my jam at Dan Martell, two L's and Martell. Message me, let me know what resonated. And uh if you do get the book, the only thing I ask is leave a review. It's how we create a movement and it would mean the world to me if if people do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check it out, guys. Buybackyourtime.com. We'll link it all up in the show notes. Check out his Instagram. He's dropping amazing content on there on the regular. Now, Dan, final question. What does happy hustling mean to you? Um, it's pretty much the same definition of, of empire for me. It's, it's creating from a place of actually it's creating from a place of pure give that supports your life. Mm. That. Mic drop. Love it. Dan Martell, y'all. Thank you for watching and listening. We are out. Peace and love, everyone. Real quick, y'all. I want to share with you something that is making a very positive impact on my physical health, as well as my mental health, but more so my physical health, because I really believe that you have to detox your body. You have to sweat those toxins out regularly in order to be optimized, in order to actually happy hustle your blissful balance and your dream reality. And one of the ways that I actually detox my body is from my Therasage infrared portable and affordable 360 plus sauna. This thing is my go-to. I love it because it's actually affordable and it is portable and it actually is made by a family-owned company that stands behind their products. And the best part is you actually get the hookup for watching and listening to the Happy House podcast. You can just go to theirsage.com and you can just type in code HAPPY and it will actually save you over 10% on everything store-wide, but specifically the sauna. And the good thing about the sauna is it actually burns calories. So you just sit on your bum, you can burn calories, you can decrease the inflammation in your body, which a lot of dis-ease stems from, and you can increase the blood flow circulation, which I'll just tell you, there's a ton more benefits, but those three in and of itself are worth your while. So you guys check it out, Therasage, that's T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com, and then Use code HAPPY to save yourself some money. And they got a bunch of holistic healing products on their site. But I'm just referencing this Thera 360 Plus sauna. I have the black one. Love it. And uh, the cool thing is also you actually 
you know, you have hand holes where you can stick your hands in. So you could be working on your laptop or reading and your head protrudes. So your brain doesn't swell. A lot of like other saunas that, you know, the dry saunas, like at the gym, potentially, um, if you have one in your gym, you know, it's like a hot rocks. Those actually swell your brain over time and have detrimental effects. And given my current brain injury from the CO poisoning, I'm really glad my head is actually protruding from the heat zone in this Therisage sauna. So that's another reason why I love it. You guys check it out again, therisage.com, and then use code happy to save. Now let's get back to this episode. Real quick, I just want to share with you something that is near and dear to my heart. See, as a proud American, when I heard this stat, I was floored. 22 veterans actually take their own lives every single day, according to the Department of Veteran Affairs. And that's 22 too many. So the cause of veteran suicide prevention is one in which I am just all behind with all my might. And I think you should be as well. And that is why my friend, Mr. William Brandon, 26-year Navy SEAL veteran, started the company Naked Warrior Recovery. And it was created with the clear initiative to develop premium products to support physical and mental recovery through innovation and excellence. And two of my favorite products from Naked Warrior Recovery is Navy SEAL CBD Energy Drink. This stuff helps with energy and focus. It has 75 milligrams of caffeine, kind of like a cup of coffee, but it has 12.5 milligrams of CBD. And we're not talking just any CBD. We're talking premium quality USDA organic grown CBD. See, they are actually third party tested. They're veteran owned and operated, and they come with a money back guarantee plus free shipping. And this is my go-to pre-workout lately. I got to say, it really is delicious and nutritious, and it gets you going, as well as Naked Warrior Recovery's Cool Recovery Muscle and Joint Rub. And this stuff is really great after a hard workout or after a long hike. You can put it on you know, those sore spots, and it really helps your body recovery. So you guys actually get the hookup for watching and listening to Happy Hustle. You can go to NW Recovery and use code HAPPY to save yourself some moolah off of not just the Navy SEAL CBD energy drinks, not just the muscle and joint rub, but everything on their website. And you got to just love the mission behind NW Recovery. Actually, they donate a portion of their proceeds to fight veteran suicide and just increase the prevention of this terrible tragedy. So go to nakedwarriorrecovery.com, use code HAPPY, save yourself some money, get some great products and support an amazing cause today. All right, now let's get back to this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Peace.